Welcome back. <laughs> How to steal your thunder 101. Welcome back to the D Class Moto Podcast, where we talk about dirt bikes. Welcome back. If you notice that we are uh, covered in sweat, it's because it's about 102 degrees in the garage, at least. But with the fans on, it is so much nicer. Like, so much nicer. I would I call know. it so much nicer. I'm still kind of miserable. But sure. if you're wondering why we're drenched in sweat, now it's you know. here. It's because we film in a garage. The reason why we're dripping in, in sweat is our passion for the podcast. We just want to do this so bad. We will sacrifice anything, you know, means possible to produce content for you guys. Obviously, based on how often we upload. Correct. Um. So anyway, <laughs> so we've got a guest on today. Special guest. Everyone give Your a D-shirt. big old round of applause for David Young. David is the owner of this bike that you see sometimes in the background of our of our podcast. That you, you might notice the dust collector back in the corner every now and then. <laughs> yeah, David, when was the last time you rode that thing? No comment. <sighs> last time we went to Joe's? Uh, six months ago? Maybe. It wasn't this year. <laughs> was it cold out? Not yet. It was, it was, not yet? So it was, it was like fall. the fall? I think it was fall, honestly. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but the story behind that is like... Connor and I, well, Connor started it, but kind of had, what is it, like a COVID life crisis and decided to buy dirt bikes again. So yeah. hopefully, you, hopefully it's a quarter life crisis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's well, a midlife crisis, then uh, time's well, running out. Yeah. <laughs> Living yeah. to 50. Well, Connor bought one and <laughs> I grew up on him too, same as Connor. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want a dirt bike again too. And sure enough, Facebook marketplace found one kind of by right. Connor's house. We, we picked we it up. Beat out, we beat out the stimulus. Uh, surge yeah like that, that was like the week the stimulus checks came out of so day. one thing i did want to talk about on the podcast today was like buying bikes because all three of us have gone through the facebook marketplace two-stroke oh yeah world that's, of buying that's bikes a, that's a good topic because there are so many like ads on marketplace and you know you could be looking at like a great bike and you could be looking at like you know not so great of a bike, but the the thing is, this bike not even so great of a bike. even the not so great bikes are you can, still you can selling. turn them into good bikes. Yeah, you can. Not only can you turn them in, but they are so expensive. Like for what they are, like I bought that bike for two grand, and there's no way I could have ridden it without replacing like a ton of stuff. Um, yeah, but like when did, you bought yours, kind of after the after everyone got their stimulus checks though, and yeah, you got you got really lucky. Yeah, with, with yours, honestly, even they're, though you they're did, all sold, you paid much. more than me and David did, but. You still paid wait, less than. Wait, what'd you pay for yours? Two grand. Oh, I mean, I paid. You paid like eighteen. Eighteen. To, I so paid, we were. I paid eighteen. We were all mine. around the same. Y'all had running and riding dirt bikes for less than yeah. two grand. Yeah. David Holy got an O three for eighteen. That was one of the cheapest bikes online, and it was within like, like price per mile. I was kind of looking at, and like that one was relatively the closest per yeah. the price. Yeah. So if we want to kind of talk through, like, I guess how we got the bikes that. Well, I don't have my bike anymore, but the bikes that we have slash had. Mm-hmm. So I was the first one of the three of us to dive in to the dirt bike world again. Basically, like this was what, January 2020? Yeah. I was, I had sold my boat and I was debating buying another boat. And I was like, I had this like extra money in my savings account. And I was like, I so I'd really gotten into watching those two stroke rebuild videos on YouTube, like Cam Namella, Tyler Monigan, like that whole group of guys. Um, and so, my original thought. So I didn't know a single person that rode dirt bikes and me. So me and my dad went to Durham town on Christmas break of 20. Gosh, it would have been 2019. Thanks. That was wait. No, no, that would have been 2020. It was 2021 when I bought my bike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we, when we all got bikes. So yeah, we were a year off of when we were talking about it (laughs) earlier. 
I keep forgetting it's 2022 now. Right. Yeah, time um, flies, man. So 20 December 2020, me and my dad went to Durham Town. <laughs> I convinced him, hey, let's go like rent bikes. Like, like, gosh. Oops. <laughs> For those listening, Hayden just had a major spill. Can't um, take this guy anywhere. <laughs> I need a sippy cup, bro. Oh I'm telling you. Gosh. You have it's kind of is a sippy cup. How do you oh, spill that? That that is true. Me and David both have these open faced plastic cups. You got your forty dollar Yeti with the sippy cup lid, and you still spilled. <laughs> It's like a child. <laughs> anyway. ASMR. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 2020, me and my dad went to Durham town. We rented bikes. So I was like, Hey, let's go like rent bikes like old times. And or like, like basically ride what we used to ride when we had bikes. Yeah. And we rode and I was like, man, this was like way more fun than I remember. Like mm. I remember it being fun. But I was like, this is this like, is, I, yeah. I can't just not keep doing this. Mm. So I didn't know anyone that had dirt bikes. And I was like, I've been watching these two stroke rebuild videos. And I was like, well, worst case scenario, I'll buy a bike for cheap, put some money into it, flip, flip it. it. Yeah. Even if I flip it and break even, at least I'll have fun tinkering on something. Mm-hmm. So I bought that 125. I don't even know if I told you, David, before I bought the bike. No, you just straight up was like, <laughs> I, think I, was like yeah. I think I saw it on your Instagram story. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> Sweet. Oh. <laughs> and so somehow I convinced you, I was like, hey, you should start looking for a bike. Yeah. And so didn't take long. No, I think I bought mine in January. You bought yours in like maybe February, February or March. Into February. Um, mm. which I actually technically I still own that bike. Yeah. So uh <laughs> I was waiting for you to bring that up. I did I did the searching. I was I was searching for the bike on Facebook Marketplace. I knew I wanted that old, like early two thousands two stroke. So mm. There, I mean, there was quite a few like CR 125s around, just not like near Nashville. So that was yeah. the hard part. They were actually all in Georgia, like pretty close to Connor's house. So there's like five, I feel like that it looked at. Yeah. So I was down visiting my parents in Georgia and I think we kind of knew about the bike before I went yeah. down there because I brought my, I've got this like janky Amazon, uh, like bike hauler for my forerunner when I don't want to, when I don't want to deal with the trailer. And so I brought that thing down there. And me and my dad went to look at this bike for David. And dude, I'm so glad my dad came with us. Shout out to Connor's dad for the, the negotiation. <laughs> he, so he's, Let I me mean, tell you. His, his job is he's in sales. So he knows how to like work in all those little details. That dude, he had the bike priced at what? Like 26 or something like that. Something like that. Holy cow. And we got it down to like 1800. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, the bike, the bike needed some work. So. But like needed work as in it needed like new fork seals. So like $20 part off a rock. But also, <laughs> well, we weren't for sure when we got it. So right, right. There was a question. Mark. First of all, I show up and it's covered in Hooters graphics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have kept them on. Honestly, we need to like show like a before and after picture of my yeah. bike. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and throw that in there if I remember. But so we show up and it, so like the uh, so what 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 really helped us out was what I, I had been messaging the guy about the bike, I think. And I asked him, I said, hey, are the fork seals leaking? And he said, no. And so I show up. First thing I noticed, <laughs> fork seals are leaking. I was like, yo, these fork seals are leaking. You told me they weren't. And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I had no idea. And I was like, honestly, it's fine. because This is about to be a, a major way for me to pull the price down. Yeah. And so we were looking at it. Fork seals were like, they were like spewing. Jeez. And it was so bad that it had gotten all over the brake caliper. And I wasn't sure if it was fork fluid or brake fluid. And so I was like, hey, man, the I think the brakes are leaking, too. And he was like, oh, man, like, sorry, I had no idea. And somehow we, we yeah, we ended up talking around to 1800, which I mean, I thought was a fair price for the bike, honestly. Like, yeah. I didn't know if it needed 
Like, luckily, all it needed was new fork shields, which is, yeah, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, honestly, I don't know. It could be a lot of money to fix. And so we ended up picking it up for 18. Your dad pulled the final straw, though. And he, I remember I was on FaceTime. With yeah, him. yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> well, and, like, and so, I can see him yeah. saying that. Yeah. And so also, the guy that we were buying it from, he kind of messed up because right up front, he told us, he was like, yeah, right after this, I'm going to look at a new bike. Oh, we're like, yeah. got him locked and, in right there. And yeah, so I was like, so this money. guy like really wants to sell the bike yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, I don't want to make it sound like we took advantage of him. Like we, we, I, we paid. It was a fair I price mean, the for bike, what it was. We did. I put some money into the bike. For yeah, sure. Yeah, you but, didn't just ride it. No. Um, but we got a good deal on that bike. Also, this was like pre-stimulus check where all the bikes. I mean, right now you couldn't buy that bike for probably less than thirty-five hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, in, in in the condition it was. Yeah. Yeah. So so I did I, did I tell you about how I got my bike really about? I mean, there's not really a crazy story to it, but I found it on marketplace for like. 1900 it went up i I messaged the guys like hey can i come check it out it was down in franklin tennessee which is only like 20 minutes from me what yeah i took franklin yeah i took uh like a local yeah (laughs) it's hard to find i took brady my roommate with me who he doesn't really know much about dirt bikes i was like hey man if it's like a bad idea like don't let me buy this bike and so we get down there i was like i was like i think i said like hey can you take 17 and he was like dude honestly i've had like 30 people message me about this bike which I believed him. Like he wasn't like, it was a really good deal as, as he's had it. So basically the guy that I bought it from, he, um, was like a four wheeler mechanic. Like he basically flipped four wheelers mm. and he had gotten this dirt bike as part of a trade. And so he didn't really want to deal with it. When I bought it, it was like extremely loud and I didn't know what was wrong with it. What do you mean? Loud? I remember that. Like yeah. it was just loud. Like, and, and I, I hadn't been around two strokes much. So I was like, well, maybe this is how it is. I don't know. But uh, I ended up. It's a header, not a test. So I'll, I'll get there. Oh, okay. So and and it, it was leaking forks just a little bit too. Um, the guy told me he was like, I mean, honestly, like I could do a few things to this thing and sell it for probably three grand. He's like, I just don't have the time. I'm working on four wheelers and stuff. I was like, all right. So I ended up picking it up for eight eighteen, I think. Um, fork seals were like twenty bucks. Which I had to learn how to do that. That was kind of a process. Yeah. I think we all did. Yeah, yeah we, we, we we've all, done. We all spent a night just doing it. <laughs> we've done. Well, luckily, were you there the first time when I did it? No, I came. So I came after you guys had done it. So you guys kind of knew what was going on. I luckily, did it in my. I, mean, I did it in my basement. Bike. Maybe I did it by myself. I think you did because I did yeah. mine here. Yeah, because I remember okay. doing mine with you, and you were like, "Oh, I know how to do this." And like, yeah, luckily, so down. all three of our bikes have the exact same KYB forks. So. I was the guinea pig. I yeah, I pulled yeah. the things apart. I so I was watching a YouTube video, like a how-to video. I was like, oh, this looks pretty easy. I pull them apart. It looks nothing on the inside, like the YouTube video yeah. I was watching. Yeah, that's so, how it is. Um, but ended up I ended up figuring it out. So what was wrong with why it was sounding so loud was because so there's like the head of the motor, and then there's like a different metal piece that bolts onto the motor, mm-hmm. and then the two stroke pipe goes on that. You know what I'm yep. talking about? It's like a little black yep. piece. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That thing had a hole about this big in it. Oh yeah. That's not good. You're losing yeah. a ton of power there too. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I mean, I I'd only ridden it like around the street. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, I, like when I first test rode it, I was like, man, I guess just two strokes for this loud. Must be whatever. <laughs> Dude, that must've been insanely loud. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. And so I, I, I figured out what the problem was. Like the piece was like, 40 bucks which yeah. is kind of a lot for like a single piece for a two-stroke oem stuff's hard to get unless it wasn't yeah OEM. i mean i got it on rocky mountain so yeah. it was like easy to find but fix that did the fork seals put new graphics on my bike 
I did a few other little things. Like I changed the clutch cable. I, uh, what else did I do to that bike? Uh, you, you did a couple of things with like the jetting. Some yeah, minor, I did the, you like, yeah, some honestly, I, I didn't put a ton of money into that bike. Sold it about eight months later for thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. That was so, I was I was there and holy cow, I can't we went from the night that we sold your bike, we went and bought his four stroke that night. It literally all lined up just so perfectly. Yeah. It was cool though. Like at that point, I don't know if everybody else knows, but like Hayden's bike is a two thousand CR one twenty five. Oh, yeah. You had a two thousand one CR one twenty five. This one's a two thousand two CR one twenty five. So it was really cool to be able to like work on those all together because it basically yeah. followed all the same manuals and basically yeah i think same i parts. think the motor is identical you're obviously Mine's your a bike's little a little different because yeah, that year it they changed, changed the frame and all that so. but i mean me and hayden's bikes were essentially uh, yeah. identical yeah, yeah. It really wasn't and then david's different. was not that far off but I, I just thought that was cool like getting back into it we all had the same platform basically yeah. so yeah. i mean and like I mean, you know a lot more than we do, but like for me, this was a good project of just like learning how to tinker on stuff and get more like mechanical again. So it was cool to be able to do that all together. But someone had to go to the four stroke side, the dark side. Ugh. Yeah. Well, now I'm the only one that doesn't work on my bike anymore. So <laughs> oh, I really want to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, do we want to talk about that? Me and Hayden rode on. So today's Thursday. We rode on Tuesday and uh, Hayden had a bad day. <laughs> You know when somebody hypes up a product and you're like, oh, this this product is so tried and true. It's so great. Um, everybody raves about it on the internet. And then you go out and buy that product for yourself and it is absolute dog water and it's nothing like you thought it was going to be. That's what happened on Tuesday. And uh, I was upset. I was very upset. Uh, you want to shout out that part? Yeah. Shout out <laughs> to uh, Electron Carburetors. I, I, I don't want to like rip on them i think that there's something <laughs> wrong with your carburetor okay I'll they, your just, they just need to make it right let me let me start from the beginning so i got real sick and tired of having to rejet my carb um it would run great and then the weather would change and then i'd have to replace like one jet and like that's not a huge deal replacing like one jet but but it also um, takes time of like exactly. i'm not ripping laps and you're like Ripping one lap yeah. and you're like, oh, I got to come back and change something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like minor, like the top end is great. I don't think I've had to touch the top end since I rebuilt uh, like the the main jet. If all my, you know, guys out there to know what I'm talking about. Um, the 2% of people listening that still have carbureted bikes. <laughs> all my Suzuki <laughs> talking fans. Talking to Suzuki. So anyway, um, I'm just like kind of over the whole messing with the car, but I just want to ride like everybody out there on a four stroke is just ripping up the track and I'm over here, you know, with the seat and tank off my bike, you know, putting a jet in my, in my carb. So, uh, I forked out the money and I bought Electron, got it in the mail. I go to put it on, uh, a couple days before we were going to go ride and the, uh, where the carb mounts to the actual motor was too big. And I emailed Electron. I'm like, hey, like this is my part number. This is the photo. I literally showed him a side by side of my my Makuni versus the Electron, and it was like clearly like three millimeters different, and like it it like did not fit on the boot. And they're like, oh yeah, you're just supposed to put your boot in some boiling water, we'll soften it up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So then I force I force the carburetor into the boot. I'm I stretch it out. And then I can't get the clamp around it anymore because it's so oversized. And so no. now it's just like a friction fit with the back half of it holding it, you know, securely. So I got it in and I'm like, all right, first start, 
it's idling really high or really high and what really, was weird too was with the choke and yeah it, it ran low uh-huh. and then when you turned off the choke or however whatever you the right way yeah so the it. choke choke on it ran uh like perfect it idled great but then you turn the choke off and the thing like really you know it started to idle really which high. is kind of the opposite of what yeah you would think it would do yeah so yeah. it it was it was just i've i've heard and like obviously you have to tune a carburetor and like i understand like you know you're probably gonna have to make some sort of adjustments i was like all right i'll have to just like dial the idle in and because i gave them all the specs i gave them all the information that i had on my bike on what the setup was the gas i ran all that stuff and it just it didn't seem to matter uh to electron you know what i had information wise for them they're like no we sent you the right stuff you should be good um and then I was like, all right, so we go to the track on Tuesday and dude, the, the, the only thing that was like, okay, was the top end and it, the throttle response was kind of like way down and it was so rich down low. I pulled the plug and it was completely like, like fouled, like it was a brand new plug and I had maybe 15 minutes on it and it was just completely carbon fouled. And I was like, dude, what the frick? So I pull the carb out and pull, like check everything, make, make sure I check my work and all that. Like it's not me. It's, you know, that's messing up and I had everything right. And so I'm like, I spent like an hour researching how to like adjust electron. Cause it's like, it's a brand new carb. So it's like learning how to work on something that I've never worked on before. So I'm spending all this time, like working on it and I got so fed up. I didn't have the right tools. I had to borrow somebody's tools. Like just, I was just so frustrated Tuesday. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like my Makuni was so close to being perfect. All I had to do is just some minor adjustments and work. You know, I was just thinking like, oh, this electron is going to be plug and play. Um, I won't have any problems with it. And so I've kind of given up. I mean, on the electron, I... I, I think have they to, just, they might've, I mean, companies messed up. I think they sent you the wrong thing. I don't think they sent me the wrong thing because she cross-referenced the number and like my make and model. And she said I had the right part, but I'm like, all right, it runs horrible. Maybe um, they messed up checking or something. I don't know. I, which apparently they're also a company that's impossible to get on the phone with. Yeah. So but, in order to schedule a phone call, you have a five minute, a yeah, call? you have to schedule a phone call. It's a five or a 15 minute phone call. Wow. Uh, five minute is for like just product information. And then like the 15 minutes for like technical information and stuff like that. And like, what are they based I'm, out of? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I want to say it was like some, somewhere in the North hmm. West, but interesting. Uh, Honestly, I don't know. I'd say probably like California or something like yeah. that. But mm. anyway, um, commies. <laughs> Someone had California. Californians. Californians. I just, I just, I'm sure I have the right part, and I'm just gonna have to spend a time like dialing it in and stuff. But at this point, dude, I don't want to spend time learning a new thing. No, not I just, when you're at the track too yeah. and trying to just ride, and you have to deal with that. And it's so stressful being at the track because that's really the only place I can like fine tune the bike. Cause yeah. I don't have, you know, a track in my backyard. I'm yeah. not in California where I can go, you know, 15 minutes to, to a local track. I, we were driving like two hours away to go ride and my bike doesn't work. I was so heated. I sat down in my chair and I started filming Connor and I was just like, oh, you filmed me. Yeah. I got some, I got some footage of you. Um, Sick. but like, I'm like, this sucks so bad. Like I was just so heated. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to ruin the day for Connor. So I was like trying to get some footage for Connor and, 
you know, trying to salvage what, you know, dignity I had left. And then Connor was like nice enough to let me ride his bike for a little bit, which greatly appreciated. I kind of needed to get, you know, that anger out of me and I just ripped it, <laughs> put it all on his rev limiter. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I was sitting there while Hayden was riding my bike and he came ripping around this corner, like first gear pinned. It's like, <laughs> you can hear the, the rev limiter. He's like on the ground. I was like, oh my God. So dude. you're known for doing that. Dude, I'm on. I just got a street bike. Oh, uh, like the. Uh, no, no, we got to hear it. I think it was like the second day I owned it. I brought it over here. It tells you. So it's a 2022 Aprilia 2.0. Uh, and it tells cool you bike, on the screen cool bike, the man. max speed. I'd only gotten it up to like 80 or something. I let him ride it and it comes back and it says 105. And I was like, <laughs> Hayden, did you, uh, did you have fun there? And it's like, Oh <laughs> yeah, I had a blast. I think it was so cool. Oh, yeah, Hayden's man. like, it was not mine. I'm going to drive it. Like I stole it. No way, uh, dude. Yeah. I got lost in this neighborhood. Yeah. That's what he says. We got <laughs> lost. That's, that's a good spot to hit 105. Then I hear him ripping up the street. <laughs> <laughs> like the, yeah. he don't miss <laughs> I hit every gear. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. And then I bought a street bike, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm sure electrons a great company and like they, they do produce like fantastic equipment. Like I've seen their carburetors at work and do a great job. Like there's people out there that are happy. Like they love it, but for where I'm at and what I know, I'd rather spend less time and like maybe in the future, cause it is like a one year return policy. So like if I don't like the product for a whole year, like, you know, then I can return it. So um, you keep nice. it no i mean i'll hang on to it for a little bit but i think you need to find a way to get in contact with them and be like look yeah. obviously something's wrong yeah and can so, y'all either fix it or just take this thing back yeah i don't know exactly like you're not gonna want to mess with it anymore no i'm 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 so gonna the only option the is either yeah. return it or for them to fix it yeah so i i bought a, a jetting kit for my makuni um so i have literally like 20 different jets now for that carb and like any atmosphere change i can now like just swap out a going to different atmospheres dude i'm telling you man <laughs> i'm gonna be the first guy to ride a dirt bike on the moon <laughs> okay he, he was talking about oh, that yeah. in the car the other day <laughs> i got i he's got like, like, like what if you could ride a dirt bike on the moon i was like bro you can't even jet your bike for down here good luck <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so elon true. musk over here dude i'm telling you man i'll be a rocket man burning on the sea. yeah oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah but we all bought we all bought bikes around the same time. Yeah, we you all, told your story. What's your story of buying one? I feel like we've told it on here before. I'll I met, you, I met Hayden the next day, bought a dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. I met Connor and he got me like set on buying a bike just because like he rode already and he knew he had connections. So he's already been out on like a track. And I was like, that's all I need to know is like a place to ride and I'll buy a dirt bike. And he told me he knew a place. And so later that night i found a bike and i messaged the guy the next day and went and picked it up it was out in clarksville so it was like an hour hour car ride so I you've bought two bikes in clarksville now yeah, yeah. dude i'm those military Almost, guys dude man. i'm telling you it's it's literally the military guys out there two yeah. great bikes yeah two great bikes <laughs> <laughs> two bikes that run amazing <laughs> um i do want to talk about the first time me and david ever rode dirt bikes all right let me let so, me Okay, go ahead and wrap up. up your deal. So went out there and I, I test rode it and this thing was like absolute no this thing had no power. It literally felt Did you like, go by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It felt like a Grom, bro. It had no <laughs> power. So if you can think like how slow Groms are, it was slower than a Grom. And I mean like slow. How do you, how do you know how Groms are? Have you ever ridden one? Um <gasps> oh. 
Oh, Have oh. you seen those things on the road? I will say, I I would never buy Grom, but when I, would, I was I riding my bike recently, I saw a pack of like 10 of them drive by me and they're all like, ah! <laughs> I was like, they, I mean, it's kind of cool. I, I feel like Groms are the four locos of the, the yeah, motorcycle yeah, that's world. Yeah, that's <laughs> a perfect locos. way to describe it. Yeah. So anyway, I bought the bike. The guy would not budge off of two grand. And like, honestly, hindsight's twenty twenty. I probably could have gone without buying it, but I wanted a dirt bike. It was a good deal. And if, it you was, had waited, yeah. if you had yes. waited any longer, you would have been paying way more than that for a bike. So the handlebars were bent, and I don't think he knew that, but I they were bent. You also didn't really know that for the first like five they rides. They didn't look right, but I also wanted to spend money elsewhere. And so um, I bought it, brought it home, stripped the whole bike down, took the rear subframe off, took the suspension off and like pretty much like had it down to just frame and motor and like tires and forks and like the suspension was still connected to it. Uh, and everything else was just like torn off the bike, replaced all the plastics, uh, did fork seals with Connor. Took the swing arm off. Took the swing arm off. You um, really dug into your bike yeah. compared to us on our the whole The whole yeah. swing arm ordeal was on. Oh, yeah. Thing. So the rear swing arm, if you've ever adjusted a chain, you'll know that there's like a bolt that's threaded into the swing arm that slides on the um, axle blocks that moves your axle further backwards so you can adjust your chain. Well, the guy didn't have a bolt there. He had a seven millimeter socket <laughs> as the adjustment length. And It'll like, do. It, yeah. He said that was just like wedged in there. Yeah, it was literally just wedged in there between the frame and then the. It was just friction holding it together. Yeah, well, I mean the axle is tight, but like, yeah, it was it wasn't anything else. It was just a jerry rig. Yeah, and then the chain guide, it had no chain rollers on it, and it had no chain guard. So if you look underneath the plastic chain guard. There's like, you can see the track where the, the, the chain, there's like a two, <laughs> oh little gosh. two track where the chain had sc- scraped across it for, I don't know how long. And the chain was loose. So like that thing was finna fall off and it like cut my leg up for sure. Um, so I put a ton of hour, like I think the night that I bought it and brought it home, I had it apart already. And then I dropped like $300 in like parts on it. And that was like initial parts. Like that wasn't even... That's not even close to how much I have into this bike. That was just the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I think I dropped 300 just on my plastics kit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, how much do you think you've probably spent total on your bike? I mean, I don't think David's put too much into it. Got all new plastics. The graphics kit was actually pretty expensive Mm because I customized the whole thing. I think through uh, backyard designs, it was really cool too, but it was close to like 200 bucks, I think. So, that plus plastics all all new chain sprockets right oh yeah Yeah. new chain sprocket new tires fork Mm -hmm. seals fork seals i I redid Uh, everything too like yeah that is true the labor that you probably have into it like if you were to go to a dealer that'd probably be account for like some something expensive a lot of it was like aesthetically the bike ran great it's like bored up oh yeah i mean it's it's like a 134 it's got v-force trees i mean it was pretty set up when i got it so that thing rips pretty hard it's got that bills Bills pipe yeah it's it's a great bike Mm -hmm. i mean i wish i could ride it more i wish there was tracks closer to us that is the hard part of that like nashville is we almost missed it by a few years because there used to be about four to five tracks like within mm-hmm. 30 yeah. minutes of us right now like mm-hmm. there's several down in franklin like we could have gotten to them so easily and they all shut down and that's like so sad to see when some of these tracks mm-hmm. like shut down especially close to you so yeah that's what made it hard for me is just like traveling like a few hours to like yeah, especially go now yeah dude me and hayden we went so we went on tuesday it's only 20 dollars to get in 
We spent like $15 on snacks <laughs> and Gatorade. Yep. And we spent a hundred dollars. No, more than that. It was a hundred dollars from my truck up. We went through a whole tank of gas on my car to get there and back. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, what was it, like 25 for the gas for the bikes? Yeah. I bought. So we spent like a hundred and $125 yeah. on gas. Yeah. Jeez. For a Tuesday night ride. Another reason why I bought a road bike is like, I wanted to just yeah. be able to like hop on one and go. Yeah. You can't throw fat whips on that thing. You know, I, mean, I was, you should have seen I was hey, gonna today say, on the, on the way here, he like got, got a air. speed bump or something. <laughs> oh basically gosh. launched his bike. It was here. right behind, uh, what is that high school on like, uh, Hillsborough, Hillsborough high, high, high school back in green Hills, like in, right next to the tennis courts. There's some like chunk in the road and he just hits it. I go, wow. In second gear. And like, I go, by, like by my house. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's right. It's actually no. Closer, oh, it's closer, closer to your sister's. Lipscomb. It's right next to your sister's house. Oh, yeah. Her new so apartment. The high school. It's like in. Yeah. Green yeah. Hill. Exactly. It's over yeah, by yeah. yeah. So then like the there's this like weird like lump in the road and I'm like, oh, like my eyes just widen and I'm like, I stood up and I go, what? I just see bounce it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. There's these people like walking their dogs right next and to you. And you see a, just a like, street bike and <laughs> just like hop it. <laughs> I will say too, though, David, since it's been so long that you've ridden. I bet you'd be very surprised at how much me and Hayden have improved on our ride. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've gotten in the past like month. I feel like I've gotten so much more comfortable on the bike. Mm. I started like riding it like at the top of the like rev range. And when we were at Valentine on Tuesday, I hit all but one jump. I think. we. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. That one was was pretty gnarly. Like what? The one that none yeah, of us one, have hit yet? The one at Valentine? Oh, I thought you said uh, R3. I was thinking R3. No, I've hit everything at R3. Okay. Um, but at Valentine, I mean, I doubt hardly anyone that's listening knows where that is. It's this place in Kentucky. Um, it's a pretty new track. I think it's only been open a few months. Yeah. But, uh, they've got one table. It's a freaking. it's 90 feet. It's honestly, it's, it, it it's, isn't it's, that hard. Yeah. It's just huge. It's a lot of commitment. It's got a lot of run up, easy takeoff. Yep. I think, it, I think it's got plenty of spot area to land before you have to slam yeah, the brakes you have plenty of like stopping um, distance but it's just big it's a huck you gotta <laughs> huck it mm. a little bit um but i will say about david's bike so um the internals on my bike were absolute garbo too because the guy never hooked the power valve up to the bike which is like v-tech for all you car people that listen to this um it's like imagine having the most flatline curved two-stroke ever it just makes the power is like linear it's and it was really weak. I hopped on David's bike. I about looped out the first time <laughs> I rode that thing. It has so much power. Yeah. Uh, for the size and weight of it, it was unreal. Like I, I was going through the whoops or rollers, I guess you could call them. It was at Joe's. Joe's house. Yeah, and like, uh, I had almost I was so close from like flipping back on this thing. Like oh, it, yeah. it wheelied through these rollers. That bike like, too. Oh. Like when when it hits the power band, it's, it's a, like it's, it's a, a wall. It's like yeah. a whole yeah. different bike. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a rocket ship. It really is. Honestly, you could throw a pilot jet in that thing and wake up the bottom end. Yeah. Um, but holy cow, that thing's a rocket ship on the pipe. Unreal. Yeah. Thing is so much fun to ride. It's a that. good one. If anyone wants to yeah. buy it, yeah, it's for sale. If yeah. anyone wants to come to Nashville, it's not get officially it. for sale yet. So I mean, it kind of. I haven't I mean, posted, it's not posted it, anywhere. but it's for sale. Yeah, if you guys want the. If inside anyone wants to get it before D-class podcast, scoop. dude, we'll give you ten percent discount. Sure, why not? <laughs> We're about to sell it on Bring a Trailer for ten grand. So there you go. We'll give you. We'll give it to you for a uh, half off. Yeah, if yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Connor. Connor technically still owns the bike because he <laughs> bought it in Georgia and I wasn't there. He's. I think the bill of sale is still in his name. So. That's funny. You can buy it from Connor. Yep. Uh, 
Eight hundred dollars, uh, first taker. Just, Ven- <laughs> just Venmo me. Ven- <laughs> Venmo me. Uh, imagine, oh man, imagine buying a bike for eight hundred. I bucks. bought a boat over Venmo once. What? Dude, dude everybody, drift, everybody drift is so sketched over, sketched out over Venmo. Like, there's so many yeah. things that, like, I could have been like, dude, I could literally just pay you this in Venmo and like make it so much easier. Because what's well, like, hard? ATMs don't let you pull yeah. out like most. Well, exactly. that's what that's what happened was. Yeah. So I went to buy this drift boat for two grand. This was a while ago, and. uh it was at like nine o'clock at night. Were you with me when I was checking out that boat? No, I didn't. I, didn't I forgot who went with me. It was that old drift boat that I had. Yeah. Um, and he was he he had it up for like twenty eight. I talked him on a two grand, which was like fair. Honestly, I think it, it was kind of a piece of crap. But uh, it, it got us on the water. It's all <laughs> yeah, it's loaded. It, it um, job, yeah, better than Lady Amazon. Oh gosh, that's a whole, that's a, that's a whole another story. We, we bought Jeez. a rash for two hundred dollars on Amazon. And we caught fish out of it. We did. It was a good time. David actually is the most recent owner of that. Uh, it's probably, I think it got thrown out because it oh. got popped really bad. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, we, we <laughs> say, remember we took that thing on Percy Priest? We took it down the Caney on like we, some high water. <laughs> yeah, It was not a whitewater raft. No. But, <laughs> like, so and anyway. I'm, I'm thinking of like this, the orange inflatables you find at like the dollar store. They're like you can fit two people in it, but you yeah. can't stand it. Wasn't it. Far, oh, yeah. wasn't far off of that. We oh, could barely man. stand up in it. That's awesome. It was yeah. it was kind of cool for I mean, I think I bought it brand new for like 200 bucks or something. It was fun. Um, but anyway, so I went to buy this my up the upgrade of that boat, which was a little drift boat, a little hide, which hide is a reputable company mm-hmm. for all zero people that are listening, like dirt bikes that care about drift boats. Um, Levi's listening. Yeah, Levi Kitchen. If you're listening, we got I got a hide. Or I hey, had one. Congrats last Sunday, dude. We'll we'll talk about that in a second because yeah. Levi was ripping. Anyway, so I went to buy this boat, and Saturday. got the guy down to two grand. I was like, all right, I'll run by the bank real quick. Banks were closed. Obviously, it was like nine o'clock at night. Went yep. to the ATM, max a thousand dollar pull out. Oh wow, that's not bad. Yeah, let me pull out a thousand. Um, and so I think I called him. I was like, yo, dude, like. I don't want to pull out a thousand dollars. She's like, well, you can just Venmo me. I wish. I was like, sweet. <laughs> so I Venmoed him a thousand dollars, gave him a thousand cash. And now we're like, friend- he actually messaged me today about, oh, wow. Uh, I mean, with fishing, like once you kind of meet someone, David knows. Yeah. Once you meet someone that likes to fly fish, you're like, all right, Nashville. we're best friends now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Shocks, pegs, lucky. But <laughs> take it off any sig jumps. <laughs> yeah. He meets so, someone new. So yeah, I bought a boat on Venmo. So if you want to Venmo David or me for this bike, go for it. Come to yeah, Nashville. Use discount code D class. Yeah, there was D-class. some there was some guy trying to buy it and like he like he Didn't met, like walk up to the garage here and try to. Oh, buy it? oh no, that was a whole different thing. That, that we, was we talked about that on the last podcast. Okay, yeah, I wasn't um, even here for that. But. No, this was like I made a TikTok or something talking about something in the garage and like I glanced by your bike. I was like, yeah, by the way, that bike's for sale. And then someone messaged me about it and I was like kind of talking back and forth about it. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, where are you at? He's like, I'm in Washington state. Oh, is it the guy that offered the car as the trade? Yeah. It was oh like a, man. That what like kind of Subaru, car was it? It was like, it was like a Subaru, it was a pink Subaru. like a no way. Subaru. That was Dude, pink. that would have been honestly, yeah, honestly, it had like the wheels. And it was oh. like, the car was worth some money, but yeah. A, the guy was in Washington state. Yeah. B, I don't think happen. that's what David likes to drive. <laughs> 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 
Boom, bang, bang, bang. One, two, three, bang. Wah, pa, pa, pa. Wah, ba, bang, bang. I just haven't put effort into selling it yet. Like I haven't listed it at all yet. But I bought yeah. this new street bike and Oops. paid too much for it. And now I probably need. David's to married, that. so you know he's and got married. married to the bike. He's got real life to the bike. <laughs> he's got real life obligations. Yeah, <laughs> real life. Yo, like my life ain't real. <laughs> he's got a he's got a wife and a dog, and you know he's just a the few whole steps. shebang. Yeah. Yeah, so my bike is my bike, kid. Bike I was go. gonna say, I think the next closest thing. Yeah, about, um, as, about as expensive as formula. Uh, Ooh. Sh- honestly, Ooh. um, so what we're gonna talk about? Oh, I did want to mention the first time me and David ever tried to ride dirt bike. Oh, oh right. yeah. yeah. So uh, was this before but, but David, I had my bike too, David's when it was just your bike, or yeah, it was only my bike. You want to yeah. tell the story? Yeah. I, I mean, think I've heard David well, this was, yeah, this was like Connor had gotten, this is the point to where Connor had gotten his bike and I was like, oh man, I really want another dirt bike now. And so there's a track that it's not even, this track's not even really like open to the public anymore. They tried to open to the public and then kind of got shut down. Their neighbors were like complaints. not about it and they somehow got the law involved. I don't know. Yeah. Something dumb. Long story about that, but they opened for a day and it, it was still really cold that day. I don't even remember what month it was, but um, I guess it would have been January, yeah, early, January, early February probably. Hmm. So we rode out there. It's like 45 minutes from here. It's honestly probably the closest track besides Joe's to us. And, you know, we were pumped. We were just going to kind of take turns riding it. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to do this because I hadn't been on a bike. I sold my bikes back in like middle school or right before middle school. Like I had them when I was really young. And so I was like, I can't wait to get back on this. Like this is definitely going to make me get a new bike. We get out there and get Connor's bike ready and just kicking it and kicking it and kicking well, it. Well, I like it was my first time like putting on my gear. Yeah. I like bought all this gear on Facebook Marketplace. I felt so cool. Looking legit. Had my kinda. Oakley goggles. Yeah. And I put it all on. And yeah. then yeah, so we we get there and I'm like bleh, bleh, bleh. Bleh. <laughs> just like <laughs> kicking it and kicking it. And we're like changing spark plugs and this and that. That bike would not start. I mean, we had oh, people man. coming up to us and they're like, You guys need help. And like oh, we had some super nice people helping yeah, us. Everybody like, was trying we had, to help. I don't honestly, I still don't know what was wrong with the bike. It had, it had spark. Yeah, had, we were like touching the spark plug. While that one dude it. It was, was like, like shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Touch the spark, and we're like, "Scott, spark!" And electrified. I had yeah. a I had a bottle of uh, starter fluid, and I was like yeah. dumping it down, down in the car. I could have told you what happened. You flooded it. I don't well, care. No, what we were had. we kept we, we were pulling the whole the bulb off of the car. We took the whole car we, off. We let it drain, dried it out. It was not. We tried to start it for like two hours. We then, like didn't you get it home and it like started right up? Well, so <laughs> we ended up while we were there. Remember, we got a a toe strap and this guy pulled me around the field yeah. for like twenty minutes straight. I had it in second gear and it was like the motor was turning, but it just nothing. That's crazy. And so it was acting. Finally, we we're just like, well, I guess we're not riding. Yeah. And so I packed the bike back up, went went home. I was like, I'll deal with this tomorrow. The next day, I got it out. First kick. Start a ride up. <laughs> We're like, what? that's the biggest F you I've ever heard from a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we, and then probably two weeks later, I bought my bike. Where was the first track we rode? Copperhead. It oh. was Copperhead. It was yeah, just Kentucky. me and David. There was oh, wow. nobody else that day. He was like, you guys can come out if you want. There's probably maybe one other person. You met, you met the guy there. that runs yeah, the place. Yeah, right? He's super awesome. nice yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Nobody else was there. We were, I mean, I look, I literally found the videos the other day of some of the jumps I was taking and I thought it was like so cool and hitting some fat jumps and you're just like, and then like, I mean, that still uh, happens. It still yeah. happens. But yeah, I was like, God, the good old days. You want to, 
do you want to tell them about the first time I rode a dirt bike since like since forever? Like when we took your bike to Copperhead and I rode your bike out on the track. You remember that? I mean, I can tell. Yeah, it. we rode at night. I don't remember, any, I don't remember anything ride. happening besides my fender falling off. I almost crashed like five times and like endoed like almost three <laughs> times. On my bike? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That. So Same. right after the finish line, it's that right hander and it's that jump. I hit neutral so many times over that jump. I don't know how. And then like I, I just like, oh, I'm going to send it this time. And so I came around the corner, got on the power van, second gear, and I hit it goes like almost like straight over the bars, bro. Like I thought for sure I was going down and then I land like in a nose wheelie and then it like nose. That jump was kind of hard when we were like not good. Like now it's easy, but it's like kind of like a finish line jump. No, right after the finish line. Oh, gotcha. Remember? So you you wrecked on the finish line when when we were there the first time, right? It was so muddy. That still is probably the worst wreck I've had. Yeah. It's so you hit that finish line jump and then right when you land, it was kind of, it had rained a few days before and there's just this pile of mud. Yeah, it was. So the day I, w- I wasn't even out there. I was by the car and I turned around and Connor's just on the ground. And I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, basically, there was like, there. Uh, so the track was, the track was in weird shape where it was like either like super dry or like a mud hole. It was weird. Yeah. And so right after the yeah. finish line, there was one good line where you could like get through it and it'd be fine. But, uh, we weren't. So uh, keep in mind, this was our second time ever riding dirt bike. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't clearing the finish line jump. And I eventually was like, I'm going to send it. And I, I made it like pretty much, I think I made it like seven eighths of the way. I think my front tire cleared it, mm-hmm. back tire didn't, but I was like way too far left. Like if it was dry, it would have been fine. But yeah. I was going straight into the mud hole and I saw it and I just like, was like, here we go. And I, I <laughs> went in my, I just like my front wheel just knifed to the left. Yeah. Dude, that's exactly. slammed my head down. That's like verbatim the same crash I had that took, put me in the hospital, but. That was also third like, gear. Put you in the hospital. Like it was such a for five thing. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So doctor, flirting the do- with nurses. We were we were there long enough for the doctor to tell Hayden there was nothing wrong with him. <laughs> wow. Hayden, the only thing wrong with you is your brain. It's like it's <laughs> really weird. It's like in Step Brothers. It's so bad. He's like, <laughs> yeah. There's so much blood. <laughs> Yeah, Hayden was in there in a wheelchair playing playing basketball. He had to stab himself in the leg. Yeah. Remember that? In, I'm on in Talladega Nights. I can't use my legs are broken. What don't you understand? My legs are broken. You're gonna tell a cripple? Ricky Bobby, you're fine. He stepped. If I was fine, could I do this? <laughs> yeah, that, that was you after when we went to the hospital that one time. Oh my gosh. Dude, that was so much fun though. Honestly, I'd do it again. No, I'm just kidding. But man, yeah, good, good times. Honestly, what time are we at? We've been going for 42 minutes. That's pretty good. Anything else y'all want to talk about? (sighs) Anything in the moto world? Oh, we know about about, uh, Thunder Valley. Yeah, Levi, our boy Levi. Levi pulled the whole shot and just, dude, that was it. Didn't look back. You know, I was, I really thought back to when I saw Levi take the whole shot and then end up winning. I really thought of uh, James Stewart when he would line up on the 125 gate without tear offs, and like what a mental <laughs> that one time. I don't know. Maybe it was one time. Wait, wait, hold know. on. What does this have to do with anything with Levi? <laughs> Levi got the whole shot and won the race. Like he literally could have been out there without tear offs. Like how cool. I mean, he is had that? some lappers. Yeah, but like I don't know. That's a mental mental thing right there. I don't know. The whole shot he pulled though, dude. That that Yamaha was ripping. Blue, blue crew. That <laughs> dude in in the mountains at elevation. Those things made more power than 
any other bike out there by a long shot. Like, I mean, all the bikes were equally suffering from, of course, but Blue Crew really had their bike set up that weekend. I mean, they, Yamaha, got, they got it pretty well every weekend, but yeah, true. That. Levi, Levi finally figured it out. Mm, looked and so good. So dude. good. And, and, uh, on the podium, Jet was saying, he was like, yeah, I was trying to put a run in on Levi. He was like, I just couldn't. He was like, Levi was too fast. I was like, let's go. So I, I watched the race. I watched the race live. Somehow I, the, the magic. Oh, don't even get somehow, me started. Should we somehow, just start roasting Mav TV? Somehow, Mav, somehow Mav TV let me watch the moto live. Yeah. For that little part. And then something jacked up. But I was watching it live by myself. Y'all, I think y'all were like doing some I was, uh, street bike I thing think, or something. Were we riding? Or I was golfing or? Yeah, I was You're golfing. golfing. I was golfing. Um, yeah. And I, I was like, I stood up the whole time in my room. I was like, let's go, Levi. Dude. <laughs> and oh, and dude, so he came hard. across the finish line. And then, so then I knew what happened, but I couldn't tell Hayden. Yeah. Because Hayden's always like, don't tell me. Because usually you're either like working or you got something going on Saturday. So we have to watch the race later. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I can't tell him what's going on. I was like, I was like, dude, you got to watch 250 Moto 1. You got to watch 250 Moto 1. <laughs> and so finally we both got to watch it and like it was just so yeah. hype. I actually haven't even watched Moto 2. Who wins Moto 2 Jet? Uh Hunter, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, really? Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't even Jet, see him. Jet got the overall cuz he placed second second. And then Levi got third overall. Wow. Yeah. Podium yeah, yeah. for Levi. Oh, I, I knew he podium, was, but I, I thought he got Jet, second. Jet Hunter Levi overall podium. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But uh oh man, that champagne must taste so good. <laughs> One day. Speaking of uh we might get to taste some of it at Redbud. Dude. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to go to Redbud. Uh Fourth of July weekend. It's the weekend that's before. It's in, in like July. two weeks. Yeah. That's coming up. Dude, I am so stoked to go yeah, to so Redbud. So we're going to Redbud for those listening. Oh man. I, yeah. Home track for me, honestly. Like I grew up going to Redbud. Ten minutes from the track. Holy cow. The atmosphere there is unreal. Like uh, there's literally I've never been to more of an exciting place like the energy there everyone has the exact same mentality and it's like scream red butt as loud as you can and and just like go crazy big old 4th of July party it is yeah, so cool we'll be a good time. lot we're gonna do them we're gonna we should do the night races we have to bring our bikes bro we can literally <laughs> sign up and do the night races I'm telling you that'd how, be kind of sick how they sick they that would be a D class night race yes they do it's C, <laughs> D, and B like they don't have any A class riders there it's all like I mean Stank Dog did it and like he won well actually I can't remember if Stank Dog won or not I know there was one kid just throwing fat whips just cause you know he wanted to have fun but like you can literally go in there and race like bring your bikes we'll race We'll see if uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll drive the Tacoma so that way we can we can. Well, do that's it. the only reason I wouldn't bring the bikes is because of yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't prices. expect you to haul a trailer up there at all. We yeah. could bring our bikes in the it back. Cost us like five hundred dollars in yeah. gas. But um, I got to get my bike ready for Red Bud. Oh my gosh, dude, dude, and then Loretta's would be here soon. After oh, that. that's so Red Bud is for me. Connor's uh, Loretta's. We gotta hit that up. Oh yeah, we had yeah. so much fun last year. I I'm I'm yeah. like trying to like take days off work to go. Yeah, it's, awesome. I'd be down. So here's here's the one thing that I realize is kind of a bummer. The last day of Loretta's is the same day as the IndyCar race here. Are you serious? The same day as the the first. So the IndyCar almost ready to go to Loretta's. I mean, I, mean, I want. I'm go. for sure going to Loretta's on Saturday. Yeah. So the IndyCar race fan. is Saturday Sunday. So I think the main oh, the race, race is on Sunday. Yeah. The qualifying's okay. on Saturday. Okay. So we'll just miss qualifying. Yeah. yeah. We, I, I could care less about qualifying. Yeah. Um, That's gonna be a fun weekend. Dude. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So we're gonna do Loretta's. Are you gonna go to the IndyCar race? Oh yeah. 
my, yeah. my dad's trying to come up. Yeah, uh, sweet. Come on, Greg. Greg. Yeah. Come on, Greg. Greg. I know you watch this, Greg. Shout out, Greg. Dude, we'll get all we'll get come all on, the, Greg. We'll get all the dads in. I'm sure your dad would like oh, to yeah. go. Oh, your come on, Anthony. Like my dad. Uh, I was talking to you know Matt Roland. Yeah. Matt wants to go Subaru and he wants to bring his dad. Subaru Matt. Yeah. Let's go. So we're just gonna have a big old like father-son oh, hangout. Let's go. But first, we're gonna go to Loretta's. And we're gonna have so much fun at Loretta's. Oh, Brian, I know you watch these, but we'll chat for a bit. Yeah, we're, we're going to meet some more cool people. Uh, we're going to try and do an in-person podcast with some people. Dayton said he was down to do that. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to all the people that are qualifying for the Red yeah. right now. Yeah, honestly, those kids just put in so much work. Yeah. Oh, you guys are killing it. Crushing it. Dayton, I'm so stoked to see you. That'd be sweet. He qual- he. Dayton qualified for Loretta's on a bike with uh, yeah, electrical tank numbers. Oh, my gosh. Let's how go. freaking sick is that? If that is not like... The biggest like flex out yeah. there. I don't. I don't know. Like, imagine you don't need the prettiest, yeah. biggest, baddest bike. Imagine. Like, imagine what's funny done. is yeah. he's got like he's got a sick bike, but it yeah. blew up. Yeah, and he had to use some other bike, and oh he didn't gosh. have time to order graphics for it, so he just like slapped his number on there with electrical yeah. tape. Imagine lining up to a gate with a guy on a gas gas with electrical tape on his bike and thinking, "Who's this scrub?" And then he hole shots and wins. Like, I don't. We don't know if he hole shot, yeah, but, but like, I don't know. Imagine he qualified for Loretta's on it, so yeah. that's all that matters. <laughs> that's just that's sick. Um. But yeah, that's gonna be super hype. Yeah, I'm not, I I think I've got to end to get a media pass for that too. So that'd be awesome. Me and uh, Team Fraud are gonna be chilling and <laughs> chilling. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna finally get the Loretta's uh, lanyard. No, the uh, what do you call it? Like oh, the, the vest. vest? The, well, everyone dreams of getting that Loretta's vest. I'm oh, gonna yeah. finally get one. It's just going to go. say media on the back. Can Dang. you bring assistance? Get two like uh, assistant second and assistant. third shooter. We just have like little like Polaroids. David's out there with his iPhone. I'm out of food. Reloading. My iPhone with my broken camera right now. Everything's <laughs> yeah. blurry. Dude, it's just like trying to focus the whole time. Oh, gosh. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're, we might need to look into like taking some days off work. Yeah. Because hey, obviously, so last year we went on Saturday. Probably, I mean, I thought it was pretty hype. Apparently, there's other days that are just as fun, if not more fun, though. Yeah. So, uh, well. probably be less people, too, if you went like Friday or something as well. Yeah. It's only it's only like an hour and a half. So, yeah. honestly, I'm down to like just go after work some days if, yeah. if we can. That'd be sick. Um, anyway, y'all want to wrap it here? I think that's good. David, welcome to the podcast. Heck yeah. You'll probably see him on future episodes because I'm around a lot. Yeah. Just, yeah. Usually when we're wrenching in the garage, so we usually, so we do these podcasts on Thursdays. Usually if we're not podcasting, we're like working on the bikes mm-hmm. and David's usually either hanging or working on his bike or doing something. So I feel like Thursdays have become like the night that we all just kind of like, it's like the night that we don't have like yeah, anything we, scheduled. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of meet up, hang out. And also usually like if we're riding Saturday and it's like, all right, sweet. We'll work on the bikes Thursday. Yeah. So yeah. Dope. Well, thanks for listening. That's guys. a wrap. We will be back. We're going to try and get a Zoom guest probably on the next one. Sounds um, good. I need to reach out to some people and see who wants to be on. But we'll try and get someone that uh, has some interesting stuff to say so you don't have to listen to just us blabbering as much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next time. See you. Later. Later.